Hi, I'm Joel Gould and welcome to a new season of the NRL.com podcast. We're coming to you live from the QRL studios in uh, Brisbane where I'm with Steve Renoff, uh, NRL.com's uh, resident analyst for this podcast and we're doing our third season, Steve, yes. and finally the footy's uh, about to start and we can't, well, officially start as far as the Telstra Premiership goes and we can't wait to see Parramatta take on Canterbury on Thursday night, but it's just great to have the footy back. It's great to have it back, Joel, and, and you know, welcome you and myself back to uh, to the season ahead. And to all our listeners, and of to course. To all our listeners, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Sometimes feels like it's just you and me just sitting in <laughs> well, the studio. Right. I, was, I was doing that on behalf of the, the listeners, but uh, thank you, listeners. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited. Um, you know, I, I possibly haven't said that for, for a couple of years, but this year I'm excited about, about the season ahead. And why wouldn't we be excited too um, when we consider that uh, the season's kicking off at uh, Parramatta's uh, stadium out there, Bank West Stadium, and they've one club in this competition that's turned their home ground into a fortress. It's certainly Parramatta. They're the favourites with a lot of punters to um, win the premiership this year and and break a 34-year drought. It's been a long time coming. For, for Eels fans, and there's been a lot of hope over the years and a lot of disappointment. But this side, I think what they've done really well too in the off-season is they've recruited well. And we've got Regan Campbell-Gillard and Ryan Madison about to make their NRL debuts. Sorry, their, their Eels debuts uh, this weekend, uh, this Thursday night. They bring a lot. And, and Campbell-Gillard's already spoken. This is uh, an opportunity for him to reignite his career. They just add that another dynamic to their forward pack. And, um, you know, we Ryan Madison, um, you know, what a great year he had with the Tigers. And, and it's a bit of a coup, I think, when you, you look at that the, them getting him, that um, he's going to add a lot um, to, to this team and uh, just it's going to make them a lot better. And the same with um, uh, Campbell-Gillard, you know, like... Um, he wasn't really that happy at Penrith. No, he? no. He's spoken you, about you, that. You could see He's that. almost fulfilled out of love with that club. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, but um, the, what, a lot of things that happened with that club over the last couple of years, you can probably see why. Um, and, you know, I think this is, he's going to view this as a, a new lease of life and, and look out because he, he's such a great player. He's a test player. Um, you know, so look forward to seeing him um, roll out uh, you know, for the Eels. The other great thing about the Eels is the stability they have. Uh, the, the spine is is approved mm. so well in that semi-final annihilation of the Broncos. Uh, Clint Gutherson, Dylan Brown, Mitchell Moses, and Reed Marnie. It's it's a very impressive spine, and it's it's stable. And they know how to play with each other. Yeah, they do, and I I think that's been a and led by Moses. I must say he's he's such a good player, and when he's on, he's on. Um, you know he. Um, He's just one of those players, and nine times out of ten, when they're winning, he, he's he, he's leading you know from the front. We've seen that with him, um, especially at home. Um, as we said, we we can't underestimate what that means. Um, them playing out at their their stadium, their new stadium, um, and I can't see it being any different this weekend. Um, you know, I know we haven't even mentioned. Um, Canterbury. <laughs> we will in a minute. We will in a minute. <laughs> but um, you know what I mean. I, I just, yeah, I, I just, yeah, can't see it. Unfortunately, for the for them. Well, they're almost invincible at at their yeah. home stadium, Parramatta, and the way they play, it, it it's one of the, they're one of those teams that can put points on you, and it, they can put twenty or thirty points on you, as the Broncos found out last year in the last game that was played. 
the last time they played there. And the game's gone. Well, what they do, um, they, they do, they just come at you early on, they, they're in your face, and they just cut down all your time. And it's, we've seen them do it time and time again, and uh, they, they seem to have this knack. They can attack the players um, that they know, uh, or the danger players on the opposition. Well, Steve, as we were sitting down to, to start this podcast, we just had some news come through, that, um, which will be old news by the time people... Are listening to this, but uh, we're sitting down just after the teams were announced uh, uh, an hour ago, so on Tuesday, that Corey Harawiranaira and uh, Jade Nockenbore have been stood down. Uh, uh, it's not a criminal investigation, according to the reports yep. I just read, that they've been stood down for a breach. And so that's a bit of a blow. Uh, they've been stood down from this, from the, the Canterbury Club and from this game at, uh, at this point. So don't have any more details on it, but um, it's a blow on the, on the eve it's, it's, of the, it's of just the, not the a, season. It's just not a great start. It, it's a terrible start for a team, doesn't matter what team it is, to have this on an eve of your opening match. And, you know, you just don't want to start the season like that. And it, it's very unfortunate. Um, obviously don't know the details. And, you know, that's got to be a bit of a, a disturbance to what's going to, um, you know, unfold in, in this game. Well, some good news for Canterbury is that Brandon Wakeham, the Fijian international, he's played um, a few games for Canterbury last year. He's he's been named uh, to partner Lachlan Lewis in the halves. Uh, the Bulldogs have got a big rap on him, and he, he certainly did impress. So he came on for Kieran Four in the game yep. last year and and went well. So that's that's a good sign that Dean Pay is putting some faith in a young guy. And uh, well, Lachlan Lewis is not that old either, but uh, it's a great opportunity for a young well, fella. He's he's got the nod um, ahead of Jack Cogger, who, who played yeah. in the halves yes, quite yeah. a deal last year when when Forum was out. Yeah, look, I think it's a that's not a bad move um, by Dean Pay. You know, to give these as you say, um, Lachlan Lewis is is. Only, he's brand new too, really. Uh, he had a great year. I thought he went well. And, um, you know, it'd just be good to see these two together and build this partnership, which is obviously very important to any team, but it's very important to Canterbury. OK, Steve, well, uh, I guess we're tipping an Eels victory here. That What's happened in the last hour or two doesn't help Canterbury's cause, but I, I was tipping the Eels anyway. Yeah, yeah, same. I, I, look, um, as I said, very hard to beat um, at, at their stadium. We move down to uh, Friday night's game <clears throat> at GIO Stadium. It's the Canberra Raiders uh, hosting the Gold Coast Titans. And uh, ex-Super League star George Williams is next uh, Englishman off the cab off the rank uh, to play for the Raiders. He's going to be uh, st- starting in the number seven jersey and, and partnering Jack White. And a bit of a blow for the Raiders, though. There's a few injuries there. Um, and uh, Bateman... Being the main one, yeah. uh, he's out, out, and that he's going to be a big loss. I, I feel. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, you know, when I heard that, um, you know that they are, he is a big loss. Um, to to Canberra. Um, you'd like to think that they have the the you know the depth in store there that um hopefully, uh, they can use. And look, they've come off a, obviously very happy with their year um, last year and. Um, you'd think they'll be riding high, so it'll be interesting to see. Though um, um, when we come to um, you know the Titans, um, you know, I have my thoughts here on how this game's going to f- unfold. Well, Cor- Corey Horsburgh has won that race to partner Elliot Whitehead in the back row. Uh, so uh, look, it's still a very good side that they've mm. got. Um, Papali's still there leading yeah. the, the way, and he he probably had his best season, or definitely had his best season of his career last year. So it's still a very powerful. 
Canberra Raiders side. I do like the look of it. Um, Curtis Scott, uh, he makes his Canberra debut uh, after coming up from Melbourne and having a few difficulties himself in the in the yes, preseason. Yeah. But he's there, and uh, we saw him at Suncorp Stadium last year in Magic Round. Just what he's capable of with some, oh, he's some a, magic. He's a good footy player, and he's tough, and and that's the thing. He's um, you know, he can play the game, and I think um, you know that, that's a type of player Ricky loves. Um, you know, have around. Well, the Titans have got a few injury problems themselves. On the weekend, I was up in Noosa and I saw um, I saw the uh, the injured prop, uh, former Canberra uh, prop forward that was meant to be playing for them. <laughs> Hopefully, he, d- he did his shoulder. Shannon Boyd. Shannon Boyd. Oh, sorry, yeah. but the name just escaped me. Yeah, yeah I saw Shannon, him up sorry. there and he, he didn't look like someone. He was relaxing, but uh, I was talking to one of the Titans officials yep. um, last week, and they said that he was really struggling to lift his arm up. So he, he's got a, a re-aggravation of that shoulder injury. He's not even been named in the, in the 21. But another concern is Mo Fotoaka and uh, AJ Brimson are both on an extended bench. Okay. So they're both battling injuries. And AJ was hoping to have recovered from a lower back injury. But Philip Sammy is going to play in the number one jersey. Uh, so that's I thought he handled himself pretty well okay. in the trial against the Broncos where the Titans won. Callum Watkins will partner Tyrone Peachy in the centres. That's an interesting call. Yeah, uh, I, I like I've liked what I've seen from Peachy so far in this preseason. And Ash Taylor back to partner Tyrone Roberts for hopefully for the Titans what'll be a, a, an enduring partnership. Yeah, and look, and that's that's probably what I'm excited about. If we, if we can, if the Titans get their forwards where, where they need to be, um, you know, obviously obviously without Ryan James as well, um, you know, I'm looking forward to this. Um, the halves partnership for the Titans and obviously Ash Taylor being back I'm very excited about that as well I haven't seen a lot of him in the preseason what I saw against the Broncos I liked he he, he tried a lot and some some things could have come off if, if uh, the, the timing of his outside supports was a bit better one thing I really liked was Callum Watkins uh, he was a wonderful and still is a, an outstanding footballer but at Leeds uh, he was a, a great centre for Leeds in the mm-hmm. Super League and he was one of the best centres in the game for yeah. a long time there. Had an ACL. Last year was a struggle. He, uh, he's he got himself super fit and he he really scored a very good try, a great indication when he burnt Darius Boyd on the outside um, in that in that trial. Yeah. It looks like he's got his spark back. I'm looking forward to, to watching yeah. him. Yeah, look, and I, I don't, you know, just on that other side, that won't be the first time we'll see Darius get burned on the outside. But uh, good on Callum Watkins. Um, uh, that, uh, I, I, you know, you know, coming out of England, I, I think it's great that they're, they're coming out here and um, um, showing what they've got. And look, I'm, I'm actually very excited, Joel, and I'm going to go on a limb here. I think the Titans, uh, I'm, I'm going to tip them to win. If it's too early to tip now, but I, I'm excited for them. And, you know, with the new new coach, and um, I really want to see him win, and I think this will be the big upset of the round, of the first round. I agree with you, Steve. Oh, um, I agree with you, even though I think the Titans have got some injury concerns there. It's, it's not the best seventeen that they would like to field, and the bench concerns me a little bit. But um, I've liked what I've seen from Sam Lasoni since he came over from the Warriors. Uh, Jared Wallace, you know, he's he's also impressed me against the Broncos in the trial. Uh, Jai Arrow's there. Uh, yes. Proctor's uh, obviously there as the new captain, and I've just I've just got a good feel about the Titans. And I do. And, and look, you can nearly put. And this is his season last year as well. Jai Arrow, if he's there, 
they're, they're half a chance, aren't they? Because you just watch the way he, you know, he's with the ball. He, he makes good yardage. Um, you know, he's a smart footy player. Um, and they really missed him when he wasn't around um, last year when he didn't play. And um, I, I'm excited for this team. I think they can pull off an upset. OK. <clears throat> well, following that game, we'll, we'll get to see um, all three Queensland sides on uh, on Friday night because following that, um, I'll be up in Townsville for the Queensland Country Bank Stadium opening where the Cowboys host the Broncos in what, what should be another in a long list of crackerjack games. Some good news for the Cowboys... When I look at this team, Paul Green's gone with Scott Drinkwater at number six. I think that's a great, great decision on his behalf. I love Drinkwater. I think he's a, yeah. a, a talent, a real talent. We're gonna, he's going to be one of those guys. We've been talking about will he, will he or won't he beat Clifford to the halves uh, gig. I, I think in 10 or 12 weeks, it, yeah. <laughs> it'll be a case of Scott Drinkwater. He's a must-pick must selection. Yeah, exactly. And, and he, he's, he's got that in him, and we know how good a player he is. He's great with the ball. He's great. He's got so much speed, and um, look, he deserves to be there. Well, he was Nathan Cleary's uh, Australian schoolboy's halves partner. Yeah. Uh, so we've mostly seen him at fullback in the NRL, but this really is his position. I spoke to him in the preseason, and he said to me, look, I'm a half. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not foreign to him by any means. No. It's where he played his football at Terrigal. Uh, he, he played at Terrigal High School there. So uh, yeah, watch out for him. I've got um, big raps on him. We've got a reborn Cohen Hess in the back row for the Cowboys. Val Holmes making mm. his Cowboys NRL debut. There's so much to like about this Cowboys side. I really like the team that Paul Green's picked. Justin O'Neill and a new signing, Essen Masters in the centres. It, it just looks a good side to me. And, and Taumalolo at lock. Yeah, look, it, it you know to back up, I mean, we know what their forwards can do. And I think this year with their back line and, and their their signings, um, they just seem a lot more complete uh, across the board. And the good thing is, um, you know, uninterrupted by injury, uh, this team is a very good team. And um, that, I think they'll start the season like that. And what I like about their back line is uh, that they can all those players can fit in to probably every position. Um, yeah, obviously, except your outside back, but you've got drink water and you've got... Um, well, uh, Valentine Holmes can Val play. Holmes, yeah. Just about so any, any of the three quarter line. Exactly. And so it, it, pretty versatile. But, um, you know, as we said, what they lacked last year, a bit of pace, and they, they've got players who can find the try line. They do. Now to the Broncos. They've obviously lost Alex Glenn. We, we knew that during the yeah. week that he wasn't going to play. He said that at the Broncos launch, which you and I were at, Steve. Yeah. They've named co-captains in Brodie Croft and Patrick Carrigan. And they've given Jamil Hopawate a NRL debut. And what a great story that is. Uh, he's 25 years of age, Jamil Hopawate. He's, I've got a story on NRL.com. Yes. He's put on five kilos of pure muscle. He's a great redemption story, I think. We, we know that he's had some off-field mm. issues. Uh, we've, we've dealt with that story uh, on NRL.com in the past. Yes. And he spoke about it last year after he made his um, club debut in a trial. Yes. Uh, he's... Um, Baby daughters, Nala's helped. Uh, I think that's the name. Sorry, I've, I've, he's got a yeah. he's got a young daughter anyway, who um, is the light of his life. Helped him to turn around uh, a life that was going off the rails for a while. So it's a great redemption story in rugby league, but hard earned debut, and I can't wait to watch him come yeah. off the bench and make a difference. He's a he's a lock forward, I think. Yeah. Uh, 
that's his best position. I've been told by Adam Moggy's Redcliffe Dolphins coach and uh, by Broncos um, uh, officials that, that have watched him and, and seen him develop. So I think he's got a lot to offer. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, the, 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 the big thing is he can play rugby league. and um, But, you know, to have a story like that and, you know, he's given given a, another chance. So I think that sort of makes it even better for them because you know he's going to go out there and, and give 100% and, um, you know, try and do his best and, and, and make his way and, and solidify his time here at Brisbane. Exactly. Well, what do you make of this Broncos team, uh, Steve? It's a bit lacking in... It's a bit lacking in big middles, to be honest. I mean, Jamil is... Yeah. He is a lock. Yeah. Uh, he's 96 kilos and a ball of muscle, but he's not a giant uh, by any means. Um, Andrew McCulloch is on the bench. He probably spent a bit of time in the middle as well when he comes on. And Reese Kennedy is on the bench. But um, the Broncos, they need their, their starting 13 to make a real difference. Well, they do. I mean, look, and and I think I think we have a solid forward pack, but the, the thing is we, we just can't rely on our two young uh, uh, mobile forwards and Payne Haas and um, Dave Fafita and it, it's going to be very I, I think they dominate that much and they want to look for that work and you can see it's their enthusiasm it's their age and they can do it because they're physically um, you know far ahead where they probably should be and um, they had great you know breakout years seasons last season um, but I think we they got where Brisbane need to the only worry is they're going to rely on those two alone because um, they'll always put their hand up but um that ain't it, but everyone else needs to step up around him. Exactly. Jack Bird, I like at fullback. He's he's won that position on the back of his preseason, and also he's outplayed Jermaine Asako yeah. in the trials. Uh, Jesse Arthurs gets a debut on the right wing, a, a club debut at least, because he played for the Titans last year. Yes. Darius Boyd's there at left centre. There's a lot of unanswered questions about this Broncos team. We'll only know the answers when we see them play, I well, think, six games. Well, very much the. The whole back line has just been reshuffled. New players, um, it, it just that reshuffle. Um, we talk about the spine. They I don't think they've ever played together as well, the not spine. A, not an NRL game. No, not an NRL game. So, it, it, it once again, it, it's it's one of these um, you know wait and see scenarios for me. And I, I have said that in, in one of our earlier podcasts. It's it's just a wait and see. Um, and then I think make the judgment after this game. I agree, Steve. I'm not quite sure what the Broncos are going to um, dish up this year. I, I've still got them to, to finish in the top five because I, I think the Broncos should be finishing. Yes. Well, I've got them finishing fifth, but I, they should be in the top four with yeah. all, the, all the advantages they have when it comes to the, the draw. Yes. In fact, they dominate the city. They, they've got um, all the resources you could imagine. And that is the benchmark for this club, internally, yeah, and, oh, internally, and well, it internally. should be externally. Too. Well, you know, as you said, we were at the launch the other night. And the CEO, um, Paul White, did say that um, when he was on stage. Uh, you know about the expectation that um, you know this, the Broncos need to finish in the in the top four. So he's throwing it out there. Um, so you know that. But as I said, um, we'll really see where they're at. And I know it's only you, you can't take much out of the first game, but. It, 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 I will take a lot out of this game from the first match of this team. Okay, Steve. Well, as a former Bronco, of course, you, you're watching very closely yeah. to see how they perform. And there really are no excuses for this Broncos side. Anthony Seabold has said that. And we'll just wait and see how they go. I, I get the sense you're not confident. No, I'm not. And, and, and look, um, in, in my heart, I want them to win. Um, but I can't see it. 
I, I just don't know how they're going to go. And um, I'm, I'm actually tipping the Cowboys, which hurts me, but that's the way it is. Oh, so am I. Steve, I'll, I'll tip the Cowboys to win this. I don't think it'll be the annihilation that some people no, are tipping. No. <laughs> some people well, these, are... these teams are too close and competitive. They've shown it his, historically yeah. um, that they, they come together and they, they lift. Um, but I think everything's so much on the cow, Cowboys side, new stadium, and you know they've they got this revamped team. They're going to be... I'd hate to be any team going out there to play in the first round. Exactly. Well, um, we got the uh, Saturday. Uh, we move on to Saturday's uh, game at Newcastle. Uh, the Newcastle Knights, under their new coach Adam O'Brien, hosting the Warriors. A, a new centre combination: Anari Tuala and, and Gemar Chibasaki. They, they were both at Queensland clubs last year. Now yeah. they get an opportunity to play together. Yeah, it was at the that's, Broncos. That's a bit different. Jaden <laughs> Braley makes his Knights to boo at hooker. Yeah. So there's a lot of new yeah. newness about this uh, Knights side. I guess this is a big season for Callum Ponga at fullback. Yeah, 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 it is. Um, you know, I, I, I thought he, in, in their circumstance, I thought he had, he had a pretty good year last year anyway. And um, But it'd it just be good. Um, I, I really, one of the teams that I really want to go well, um, you know, obviously Mitchell Pierce is there. and um, you know, Kurt Mann's won the, the race to, to partner him in the halves. Yeah. and He's and very not, versatile. He is. And he's a good player. So, um, you know... I, I believe if um, and they do it, they did it well for part of the season last year. And, you know, with Pierce working with Ponga, but then it just sort of fell, it sort of fell away there for a while. I don't know what was happening there. And um, but there was there were segments of the season where I thought, well, oh, this is going to be you know, these guys are going to really turn it on. I like the look of the Knights. Uh, yeah, I've heard a lot of. I don't know much about Adam O'Brien to be honest, but I've heard a lot of good things. Yes. And I like their bench with Guerra, Glasby, um, and Connor Watson. He's a great fourteen to have. Yeah. Now, the Warriors worry me a bit. They um, they they really haven't gone and bought the players you would have thought that they would have needed. I think they had a crack at a few uh, young forwards, but no cigar there for them. Um, Cody Nicarima's on the bench, and Chanel Harris Tavita's uh, going to partner Blake Green. Good news for them is Roger Tuivasa-Sheck. Um, is fit to play. He's been named to play, but this Warriors side flatters to deceive, and I'm I'm unsure what they're going to deliver this year as well. Because I don't see a lot of change in that forward pack, the starting forward pack, to make me think we're going to see much different from. Yeah, them. and that's right. Unless um, they've done something in the off season that, um, or had someone talked to them, where they just turn around um, what they they dished out last year because they're just not consistent enough and. Um, you know, they come out like a house on fire and then just drop away. And unfortunately, that's the way it's been for them. But, you know, they're another team you want to see do well. Um, but in this match, I, I can't see them matching with Newcastle. Neither can I. I think Adam O'Brien will get off to a winning start, Steve. Yeah, definitely, yeah. There's a cracker of a match looming at uh, ANZ Stadium on Saturday night between the Rabbitohs and the Sharks. All eyes on the number one <laughs> for Rabbitohs. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> I think he'll handle it, Steve. Yeah, oh, he loves it. He loves it. And, you know, I, I think, um, you know, being down there, and, and they'll, I reckon be a, they'll get a fair crowd to this one. And, uh, I, you know, I feel for him because, um, you know, there's been a lot of, he's had a lot of media, even after he did settle. Um, we're talking about Latrell, obviously, here. Um, <laughs> and even though everything's settled with him with his off-season and, and negotiations and with the club and, he, had a, he, he didn't have a great year that you just want to see him do well. 
Um, and then there was controversy around the, the new TV at TVC um, for uh, NRL, uh, you know, launch their season. And so he's got a lot playing on his mind, um, Luttrell. And, but the best thing for him that he can do is just go out there and have an absolute blinder and all will be forgotten. It's funny how rugby league works. Exactly. Well, I think in your column this week, Steve, you talk a little bit about about Latrell and why why you think he's going to be really good for this this team. The back line, it's a back line to die for. Yeah. Uh, it really is. It's got speed to burn. Um, the forward pack is, is interesting. I think Thomas Burgess, he's the only Burgeye bro yeah. left. But uh, he seems to have made a bit of a statement in this preseason. He wants to be the leader and take over from where his brother... He was always, left always in the shadow. And I, I tell you what, when he first came there, with when they first came there, I, I used to rate Tom all the time. I thought he was the big unit. You know, he'd barge over for tries. And I'm looking forward to his season that he's out of his brother's shadow. Um, and I'm, I'm, you go more directly to, to Sam. But, oh, definitely. Um, I've yeah. always had um, a rap on, on this lad. And um, I think this is his year he can step up. Mm, Cameron Murray to the edge. That's a, that's a good move by Bennett, I think, yeah. there. Because... I mean, Murray can play in the middle. He's already proved that as a, as a lot, yep. but uh, he, he offers so much there. And I imagine the back line, uh, if he gets uh, half through half a gap. Well, imagine him playing outside of Walker. Um, you know, the, it's going to be great. I mean, you know, he's very creative, Cody Walker. And, um, you know, not only is he have Luttrell and Jimmy Roberts hanging outside of him, he's going to have um, uh, Cameron Murray. Mm. Well, he can play any side of the field yes. too, can't he, yeah. Walker? So he is a great asset. Yeah, exactly, and that and that's the thing. And you know, we talk about um, Reynolds, um, and we always know if, if Reynolds playing, that that's their rudder. Um, well, he is rudder. a great captain, I think yeah. too. He's going to be like he's, yeah. he, he's the obvious choice. Yeah, I mean, Redfin's the place that he loves. He's grown up there, and at South Sydney's his team. He was an obvious choice as the cap- as the new captain of the team. I think that's great for him, um, to to be honest. Well, the Sharks uh, have got a few injury concerns in the outside backs with Moylan, Dugan and Bronson Sherry all injured. But they still name, I, th- I think, a very potent uh, back line with uh, and Josh Morris and, and Jesse Ramian's back there. Jesse Ramian's back, that's uh, big. Ronaldo Mulatalo, I really like him. Yes. I think he's got a lot to offer. And I know Queensland's really looking at him this year to, um, to, to yep. possibly play Origin. But uh, Sean Johnson and Chad Townsend in the halves. And, and the, the pack has a, an origin feel about it with Wade Graham, Aaron Woods and Andrew Fafita. So, look, well, the, I, know, I know we the Sharks seem to be everyone's ugly duckling this year, don't they? They're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're a lot of people tipping them to slip out of the eight. Yeah. Uh, they've been up in the eight uh, for a long time. Uh I think oh, I think the Rabbitohs will win this, but what do you make of this Sharks team? There's, there's a lot of good news around them most weeks at the moment. Sorry, there's there's a lot of good news. Yeah, around no, them. I don't know why that is. I don't know whether it's the exit of um, you know Paul Gallen or, or what it is. Um, but the thing is that they still, as you say, Joel, they still got a, a solid team. Um, I'm a big fan of obviously Jesse Ramian being back, and um, uh, look. I can't see them. Look, I'm going to go to the Rabbits as well, um, but they're still going to be competitive. I mean, that's that's the Cronulla way. They've built that over the years, and um, so that doesn't go away. Um, all of those players that are there have played under that system, so nothing really changes for them mentally. That um, they go out there and they'll they'll give 100, percent and then they'll you know they'll fight to the death. 
Well, there's a guy on the bench, Toby Rudolph. <coughs> he um he was a star of the 2018 uh, Grand Final and the Intra Super Cup for Redcliffe. He had an injury, a bad injury, and uh, we didn't see a lot of him last year. Watch out for him. Yeah, he's okay. a really good player. He, he'll come off the bench and really give. He's a big big unit, and he's going to give um, the the Sharks a real punch. And I, I'm tipping him to be. A, um, a possible candidate for, for Rookie of the Year. He, okay. he's, um, Toby he's, Rudolph. He's someone to watch. And he's making his NRL debut, but you're going to hear a lot more about him. I, I really hope he can live Queen's up to it. job? I'm not sure. To be honest, Steve, that's a good question. I'm not quite sure on his mm. background. But I know he played really well um, for Newtown um, at the back end of last year as well. But mm. I, I've, I've seen him play for Redcliffe more than Newtown. Yeah. And I, I liked him. I, yeah. I, I think he's going to make a name for himself. But I'm also tipping Souths. Uh, the Panthers, they've, oh, they're, <laughs> they're hosting the Roosters on um, Saturday no, night at, at Panthers Stadium. Now, they've slipped under the radar yeah. this year, this preseason. They've just gone about their business quietly. And uh, they could be a bit of a dark horse this year. No yeah. one's really tipping them, I don't think, to make... Or some people probably are, but uh, I, know, I know Gus Gould's... Um, uh, Phil Gould, that is, is tipping them. Um, to do well, as you would expect. But, um, yeah, this this is going to be an interesting game. Probably not such a foregone conclusion, or is it? Still? Well, I, I, I just think, I'll, you know, they're playing the Roosters. And, um, you know, you can't tell me Robbins is not going to have them up for this game. And um, oh, they just got class right across the park. The, the, it, it's just easy to say, you know, back-to-back premiers. They've won the, you know, the World Club Challenge. And, mm. um, you know, they, they didn't send... Um, you know, in the trials they've, they've played second stringers and even in the nines. So, and you can't go off that form because you know what's going to happen. They 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 don't come out firing. And I, I'm obviously going to tip the Roosters here, but they've just got class right up across the park. And um, look, I think Penrith will still have a strong year. They, they, they'll be in in the mix, um, but they're a little bit. I think they're a little bit. Um, you know, we talk about um, we talk about Brisbane. They're a little bit of an unknown. Um, it's just like fill your way with them. Well, Jerome Luai has been given the opportunity to partner Nathan uh, Cleary initially in the halves for for the Panthers. Yeah, well, remember his debut or back a couple of years ago, Luai, good little player, and um, when he gets going, um, you know, he's one of those players that um, you know you don't need to be restricted. I love him because he, he, I think, in one of his debut or his debut, sorry, he came out and he just did his own thing. As long as he's not restricted, he's he's quite a he's a very good player. Well, the Roosters also have obviously Kyle Flanagan coming in to replace uh, Cooper Cronk, who's who's retired, but he's still on deck as as a. As and a, and as Joel, a coach. I must admit, I watched um, you know that welcome. He doesn't look out of place there. He's fitted straight in. Mm. Well, this is the beauty of the Roosters, isn't it? That uh, players can come in. They, they remind you a lot of the Storm at their at their yeah. peak peak of their powers, and, and the Roosters are very similar. The players come in, and we see them adapt very quickly. Guys like Sam Verrills, I mean, he, he could easily come up and play number nine. Well, he has mm. and done a good job. So they're one of those clubs and teams uh, that... that uh, And a lot of these guys played... A lot of these guys played in the grand final uh, yeah. win uh, two years ago. So they're, they're a lot, the core of this team's still there. But Flanagan, it's, it's a big test for him, obviously, yeah. coming into this Roosters team um, from, from Cronulla. But he's uh, he's got a good halves partner now in Luke Keary, who who can be also a good guide for him. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and Luke Keary's shown that you know for the last couple of years, so he's really stood up, he's matured into his role. But um, I think Flanagan 
he's been <laughs> he's been selected um, to come into that position. I, I think you watch the way he plays. I, I think the way he plays, um, I think he's very disciplined, and I think that's what they needed. Well, Boyd Corden is out of the uh, the side, and Angus Crichton's uh, gone into the centres. Well, that's, you know, that's um, I know they'll miss Boyd, but um, like I said, Crichton can play anywhere. Mm, he uh, anyway, can. Yeah. Well, he's a very—he's one of those guys that runs wide anyway as a back yeah. rower, and he, he, he can play either. Um, uh, Boyd—he was rested from the World Club Challenge, obviously. Um, the co-captain with um, Jake Friend, and he's um, been given another week to, to get to get himself right. Uh, that's one thing about Robinson—he's uh, quite happy to do that. Yeah. Doesn't push his players beyond, and that he, he reminds me not in round one. He reminds me a lot of um, a younger Wayne Bennett um, Robinson, just the way he handled these players and the respect he he gets from them. Um, That's a big call, Steve. Yeah, I, I just think he he's earned that, you know, and um, he, he seems to really be able to get the respect of his playing group. That's a big thing. You're tipping the Roosters, Roosters um, I, I I think it could be a close one. Yeah, uh, but well. um, because the Roosters haven't had a lot of, the, the, like you said, rightly so, Steve. The 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 top side hasn't played much together, but um, in in this process, but I don't think it's going to matter one one iota. No. Okay. Uh, Sunday, uh, Lotto Land. The the Lotto Sea Eagles Land. are hosting the Storm. There's been some Lotto classic. There's <laughs> been some classic battles uh, at um, Lotto Land Lotto in the past Land. between these two sides. Great news for the Sea Eagles. They've named Jake Trevojevic, um, returning a lot sooner from injury than uh, was thought um, from his shoulder surgery. So he's in a team. And uh, Tom Trevojevic is is back from his obviously his pec injury. So w- what a great coup for the the Sea Eagles to name those two. And Adam Fanua Blake's also been named. Oh, there was a bit of surprise there. One of your favourite faves, then. He is, and uh, <laughs> he's also coming back from some shoulder surgery in the off season. So. I mean, Des will be very happy that he's got um, those guys there. And he's got Danny Levi coming in to fill that problematic uh, hooker spot after he lost Appy uh, Coruscant yeah. uh, to Penrith. Great great news for the, the Seagulls, I think, Steve. Joel Thompson, Curtis Siren and, and, and Jake all in that back row. That That's pretty dynamic. Yeah, look, they've, they've got it across the park at the moment. And they um, when, you, when you see their team, they've... I think Des would be very happy with their season last year, and that probably only got um, torn apart by injury. To, uh, to be honest, towards the end, and um, look, this this is going to be a really hard game to pick. To pick, to be honest, and um, you know we, we know what we're going to get out of Melbourne. Um, you know, you get, you're going to get the same as you, you always get, and um, you know they they they're in a bit of a rebuild, but they they're still going to be dominant. Um, so this is where this is this match. I'm re- a bit torn between how the, how you know what's the final result. Well, uh, Craig Bellamy settled on uh, Jerome Hughes to be uh, Cameron Munster's halves partner um, for this season, and the uh, the centre pairing of Marion Sevy and Justin Olam. Um, one of those guys is going to have to handle the the Seagulls uh, giant uh, Moses Suli, who <laughs> I, I know he's damaging, but geez, he's got some skill. Yeah. We've seen some real silky hands from Suli towards the back end of last year. He was very impressive. Yeah, he is, and and that's the thing, you know. You, you look at his size and you think, oh, he's just a big and strong runner, but you know the lad is actually, as you said, he's, he's great with the ball in his hand. Um, you know, he gets some. He's great with his footwork, and I, I think that that's possibly 
the 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 weak area, the weak link for the storm is in their centres. You reckon? Yeah, I do. I, I just I just think um, you know that's where possibly Manly might be able to take advantage. Obviously, uh, with Travojevic uh, coming in from the back. Mm. I like to look at this Melbourne bench still um, with um, Tino Fasa Malawi. Uh, he's that young fellow that's going to the Titans. Uh, watch out for him this year. I can see him having a huge year. And, and Harry Grant is um, the, the, the um, successor in waiting to, to Cameron Smith when he yep. finally retires. Harry might be waiting until um, <laughs> we, the next decade. We just don't know with Cam. <laughs> Uh, is, and I noticed that Tui Kamakamika has been named to start in the um, Melbourne Storm side uh, as well. So that's um, what a unit! <laughs> it's just a big human being, isn't it? He is. Yeah. <laughs> this is a hard one to tip. You're oh, right, it is. Steve. I'm going to tip the Seagulls, uh, especially naming the two Travoyviches in the team. I think that sold me. Yeah, I, I think at home. Um, you know, as I look, I, even though I've said in the past. You know, you got Bellamy, you got Smith there, so they're always on the ball, and they will be on the ball. But I think, I think you'll see Manly um, will dominate, being at home. Um, you know, that's a really their full strength team. And Des is going to have them up for it. Yep, we're both not keep, by much though. Yeah, well, no, I don't think there'll be much in it either. But what what a great game to have at Brookvale at uh, Lotto Land on a, on a yeah. Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Okay, the final game of the round is uh, the Dragons um, hosting the West Tigers at uh, Wynn Stadium. Um, Zach Lomax has uh, won the fullbacks race, and uh, Paul McGregor's made a bit of a statement here. Um, Braden Williami is um, beating you and Aitken for a starting centre spot. So that's a bit of a, a big call there by um, the coach. I think he's said enough's enough. Um, yeah, I, I think so too. Everyone's on notice here, obviously. Everyone's on notice. Look, and I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, I mean, you and Aiken, you're going to go back a couple of years, and you know, we're, you know Origin. We're origin, talking. Or, yeah, we're talking Origin. Um, and he had such a dominant year, but I, we just haven't seen him. And I, I think this is he, he's probably a bit of a um, you know fall guy for what we're going to see during the year um, you drop a caliber player like that um, before the first game for the first game um, you know he send a message well uh, good news for the the dragons have had a few injury concerns obviously in the in the preseason with their their captain Cameron McInnes out injured um, but uh, and also um, Corbin Sims uh, also out with a, an arm injury so Trent Marin's um, coming onto the bench for the Dragons and Isaac Luke is making his NR, a club debut for the um, for the Dragons at number nine. And so, I can't believe we, we questioned him getting signed to the club and look at look what's happened. He's starting the first match. What a great signing. Yeah, what a great signing. <laughs> I obviously knew something we didn't know. But uh but yeah, he's and he's not gonna let him down, Isaac. We know what he he'll give to this team and um you know, Trent Merrin, I mean, you know, he's been there, done that. So oh, look they don't really lose too much there, and I, I think you'll see. I'm, I'm ex- actually getting pretty excited to, to see Isaac Luke um, start in the first match, and we all know what he's like, and I, I love watching him play. Key for the Dragons will be that Norman and Hunt uh, can have a big season and, and really uh, fire the, the back line and, and, and gel as a halves combination. They, ha- they haven't done that yet, really, not on a consistent basis. But there's quite a few interesting selections for the um, for the West Tigers as well. Corey Thompson's got the fullback gig. Yeah. Joey Leilua and Adam Dewey, two new players to the Tigers are in the centres. That's a pretty dynamic partnership, 
oh, on either side of the field. Still. Got to see a bit of their trial, and I thought they that they, they went really well. Um, I, I was happy, you know, when I saw a bit of that the work with Leilua and that, and um, you know, I think he got a couple of meat pies. He might have crossed the line, and um, the the Tigers in in past didn't look that too bad. Well, I, I like those two. Yeah. Well, Dewey, you know, he he was basically, you know, he, he left South Sydney not because they didn't didn't really Man. want him, but this is he needs to be playing in the NRL. Yeah. And uh, he he needs to be starting in the NRL. He's good enough. He's yeah. proven that, and he gets that opportunity there uh, in the centres with with the real dynamic guy in Joey Leilua, who's obviously keen. Yeah. To to make a point and to, to prove that um, he's still got lot, a lot to give. It's good to see Josh Reynolds on the bench uh, for for the West Tigers, and you'll be loving this, Steve. Billy Walters, the, the yes. son of um, Kevin Walters, is um, the starting hooker. Tell, tell us a bit about that. Did you? I guess you got a long uh, history with Billy. Yeah, yeah known Billy since he was a baby. I've seen known Billy since he was born. He doesn't know that, um, but yeah. So yeah, and then it, he he got the he, you know played against um, you know one of my sons, Billy, Billy as well, Billy Reynolds. So they're they're the same age and. Uh, they used to come up against each other in the in obviously the the rep schoolboy stuff and um, to watch Billy develop, um, you know, because uh, really he was he was sort of a late bloomer in his size and he's obviously bigger than his than his dad, taller. Um, he, he didn't get the Walters genes, uh, <laughs> so he, he's you know he, I think he's six foot or over six foot. Um, is he know. is he that tall? Yeah, he's. he's Yes, he's played in the halves too, hasn't he? He's played in the halves, and that, a lot of his juniors he played as a halfback, five eight. Um, mm. But yeah, then he's made his way in the hooker. Um, and look, he, he would be he'd be sitting on six foot, um, Billy Walters, and um, he's a tough player. And you know what I loved about him um, when I saw him playing um, when he debuted with the Storm, and you know he had a couple of games there. But uh, his defence, he, he's very good defensively, and um, I love his tackling technique. Um, you know, and and he, you know, he's like his dad. He he's a really good kid, um, uh, and I'm excited for him. It, it's good, it's good. He's getting a start in the NRL. It's a, it's a prestigious jersey to be wearing at the at the Tigers, yes, yeah. uh, with Robbie Farah having worn it with such uh, distinction for so long. And uh, he's going to be obviously missed, um, Farah. But uh, I'm sure, I, I believe um, Robbie does still go to training and, and watch on. I think he's got yeah. he's got Tigers uh, in his blood, in his that's blood. for sure. But so I'm sure Billy well, well, will get a few helpful pointers from him too. Yeah, definitely. If, and if, 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 um, well, if he wants them. And look, I, I, saw, sure he would. I saw a bit of a take um, <clears throat> on the news during the week. And uh, he's got two very famous uncles who both played for the country in the same position. So um, he... Uh, he asked his dad, "Should he go and talk to?" Um, he asked Kevy if he should he go and talk to Carrot and Steve. He goes, "Yeah, go and talk to him, and whatever they tell you, don't do it." <laughs> well, Kevy can get away with that, yeah. especially you know. Especially he, was just, he was just having a chip at his brother, but um, <laughs> especially talking about his uh, twin. Yeah, exactly. But the, the good thing is about Billy on his own. Um, he's very creative. He's actually a, a creative footy player. So you you watch him; he'll actually. Pick marks, and he's got that in him. Obviously, his, his brothers did, uh, his uncles did the same. That um, they'll pick their mark, and he, he'll back himself. So that's a good thing. Mm. There's a lot to really excite you about the final game of the round, isn't there? There's yeah. so, there's so much riding on this uh, for both clubs. A bit disappointed, uh, I'm sure. Well, very disappointed in the Dragons' case with the way they finished the season, where they finished, and the, I'm sure the Tigers believe they are a top eight side. And mm. uh, look, I, I'm looking at this team. They've got a lot of strike, hmm. and, and their forward packs probably 
where you wonder they don't have a lot of huge guns, but I'll be interested to see how they perform uh, in in this game when they can hold their own because I think their backline certainly capable with yeah. Marshall and Brooks uh, guiding things to to do some damage. So who are you who tipping, Joe? <laughs> well, look, it's at Win Stadium. I'm going to tip the Dragons to win this. Yeah. Uh, and I look at the forward pack, and it's still it's still a good enough forward pack, I think, to get over the West Tigers. That's that's where I see the game being won and lost. Because I look at I look at Tarek Sims, Paul Vaughan, James Graham, uh, and like you said, Isaac Luke. He's been around the traps and Marin off the bench. Just should it should be too strong. Yeah, on that look, you go on that. I believe that as well. I. Um, I'd love to see the Tigers get up, and obviously there's a bit of a personal thing there with them. But um, I, I think St George at home, um, I, I think they'll they'll overpower them in the middle. The Dragons really need a, a positive start to the season. Yeah, they do. They need a few wins to get the confidence back because we all know individually they're good enough yeah. to, to do the business and, and to to be in the top eight. It's just as a team we've seen them struggle to to gel. Okay, Steve. Well, look, thanks um, for your uh, insights into this first round of the NRL, of the Telstra Premiership. It's an, we're going into the great unknown. We, we don't know. Yeah, you, and it's hard. It's hard when you're starting off a season because you've got nothing to go on, really. Yeah, exactly. Trial form doesn't mean a hell of a lot. And we don't know what these teams are going to offer. And as we, we move into the season, we're going to know a lot more. We're going to have our opinions formed by what we see. Oh, look, I, I just said, there's a, there's a number of... We haven't of, seen anything. We haven't seen anything. That's the thing. So <laughs> it's a bit of an unknown. We don't know their off-season, um, what, what's going on. I mean, look, we've got a bit of insight to a few things that can make help you make judgment. But, um, you know, a couple of, couple of games in, um, I'm sure it'll be a different story for a few teams. <laughs> well, we'll do it again next week and see how our tips went, Yes, Steve, sir. and uh, we'll, we'll uh, know a lot more about these teams then. Yeah, thanks, Joel. Thanks, Steve.